you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great tasting all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. And now, move the sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Friday. DJ Buck back with you as we uh, look forward to a weekend of NFL and college football. Buck, what's going on, man? Nothing, man. You know, Friday is a fun day. You got high school games tonight. You got big college games on Saturday and you got a full slate of games on Sunday. And I'm not going to lie. I love the NFL, but I'm a little intrigued. Just a little intrigued by what is going to take place Saturday night. Uh, DJ, we love watching uh, what Pac-12 after dark. And I think we got served up a tasty little appetizer, a tasty little treat that we yes. didn't expect. Colorado taking on Colorado State. It was kind of a ho-hum game. Yeah, we'll yeah. tune in because of Coach Prime. But I guess uh, Colorado State head coach Jay Norville decided, hey, yeah, this is oh, yeah, yesterday. Did you, did you yeah, see yes. this? Yesterday was a little <laughs> bit of a stir yeah. the pot moment. I, th- I think he wanted to stir the pot to make sure he had more eyeballs on this game and I don't know why. You can can we just up. jump to this? I know we have other business to take care of. We're going to get to a new segment we're doing on Fridays where Bucky's going to uh, take kind of a word. A discipline is going to be the word of choice today. We're going to take a different kind of leadership coaching uh, session that we're going to do. Buck has been a successful high school coach. Everybody knows about his playing career. But we're going to tap into that a little bit and, uh, and give you guys some good stuff there. We're, we'll get to that in a minute. We'll get to the NFL stuff as well. But can we start here? Uh, yesterday... Jay Norvell, um, I'll make sure it's, is it Mike or Jay? Which one's at Florida State? Which one's at, uh, Mike Norvell's at Florida State. Jay Norvell is at, uh, are they related by the way? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Okay. I did not know. Uh, anyways, 
So Norvell comes out and, and by the way, it's on video. It wasn't just like, I thought it was just like a local, uh, you know, the coach's corner type show that every college coach has to do. But he comes, uh, he comes in this interview, which is being recorded, Buck. And they, he said, I think, I want to say he said, I don't care if this makes its way over to Boulder, which he knew it was going to make its way to Boulder. They wow. play Colorado, Colorado State this week. He wow. said, uh, all I know is when I, when I go to talk to a adult, is it, was that what he said? When I go when talk, I to, talk another, to adult, I was taught to take off my hat and my, and my glasses. Yeah. And my glasses. And uh, obviously, he's talking about Dion, about Coach Prime, and how he does press conferences and interviews with his sunglasses on. A lot of times, his hood and a hat, whatever. Uh, but this went from a game that, even though college game day is there, big noon kickoff is there, it's a it's kind of a cruddy weekend of games. There's not a lot of exciting games. And you're sitting here going, Colorado, Colorado State. I mean, it's kind of a yawner. I mean, maybe this thing's getting kind of old. I mean, Dion, they let's just get to Oregon and USC, who they play the next two weeks, and we'll, you know, we're going to learn something here. All of a sudden, now it's like, well, I'm in. I'll uh, I'll tune in. See what see what this looks I, like. I, I, I see what it is. <laughs> I don't know much, but I know Dion, and I know how he likes that. And having watched him uh, the last couple of years at Jackson State, where there's always a lot of talk when you deal with like. Uh, the SWAC and HBCUs, there's a lot of conversation. Coaches don't mind like having their personality and talking about others. I just know how he's traditionally responded to conversation and a little talking. This will be, uh, this would be fun to see what the response is like. I understand what Jaden Norville is doing. Maybe he's trying to get his team going, but we have seen in each of the last two games with Colorado, when there has kind of been like the an, an hint of disrespect or a slight, they use it particularly the quarterback, gets them going. And so this will certainly get the Colorado Buffaloes going. We'll see. Maybe Colorado State knows something that we don't know. But I'm going to tune in Saturday night to see what happens. For sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I almost think in some ways maybe he's just crazy like a fox where he's going, you know, look, they're, they're, everybody's coming here to cover this game. Uh, Dion is the number one story in sports right now. The ratings have been gold for these teams. Like, they're going to suck up all the oxygen. And you know what? We're here too. So if I, this is the only thing I can do that they can talk, they're not going to talk about my players. So if I want, if I want Colorado State to get any part of the headlines here to be a part of the discussion, Look at I'm going to jump in the, I'm going to jump Look in the me. middle of the ring and beat my chest it. a little bit. I'm going to take, take it. I'll take it. Yeah, and he's, yeah, he, he'll take the flogging because this, have you, this have you, by the way, it, you know, you know, prime better than I do, but. I'm curious about the other people you've been around. You've been around Hall of Fame players. I've been around some as well. But just, I'd be curious. You saw it in the in the uh, in the Jordan doc, you know, in uh, how they they're whether they're real or perceived. Some of these some of these unbelievable talents have like, tapped into slights that they can find. Everybody, and it's like everybody everybody does that. Like everybody. give me an example of like who who did you play with and you're like man I don't like because I know you. You're 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 level headed, and so you, oh, I, no, no. I know. Oh, no, I, I know. I know. I know you're boisterous when you played, but no, I but also I, yeah. I also know that you could sit there as an observer in the locker room and be like, "Is he really mad about this? Like this? This is nothing. Like is he really get gets fired up about this?" No, but I think I think I think you're always looking for that extra juice. Now the emotion doesn't last beyond like the first couple minutes of a game, but. Just in terms of the spark, like you're always looking for something just to kind of get them going. Uh, every competitive athlete feeds off of kind of like the hint of disrespect or nobody believed in us. That's why everyone, despite being uh, the champ, they talk about no one believed in us. You wrote us off. About? You wrote us I, off. You I know? didn't write back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
everybody's looking for that part to get sparked up. And whenever you get it, um, I know Nick Saban talks about stuff being rat poisoning, like it's, it's yummy when people mm-hmm. diss his team and, and all of that other stuff. This is an opportunity for someone to kind of feed off of that stuff. <laughs> it's so funny. It's, it's, it's hey, so Colorado funny. State's in the news. You know, hey, if there's no such thing as bad press, yeah. you know, why not? Going out there. But I, I, gosh, I looked at their record last year. It was his first year there. You know, he had success. He, he's a good coach. He, he won at Nevada, had some good teams there. Uh, last year was his first year at Colorado State. It was a rough one. They lost pretty, pretty big to, to Washington State week one. Hey, maybe he's maybe he's just juicing them up a little bit. Maybe he's getting his guys going. But I, I'm I'm tuned in now because I want to see is there a pregame handshake? Is uh, what's this look like after the game? Oh, Prime Prime would do all that. He'll take no yeah. offense to it. He'd be like, oh, that's all good, dog. Don't. But yeah. but but that pregame in the media. Well, when they release the video after the game, when they show the pregame speech, it will be referenced. I guarantee it. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's get to our, our our weekly theme here that we've got. We're going to do this each and every week on Friday. Um, we got to come up with a catchy uh, a catchy name for this. So if you're listening uh, or watching, hit us up. Hit us up. Hit at Bucky Brooks. Hit at Move the Sticks. And give us an idea to title this segment because we we've talked to so many coaches. We we both are you know love to read leadership books. And there's a way all this stuff can kind of tie together. It's helpful not only for teams, it also can be helpful for you as well. So we want to kind of take one theme each week. Bucky's going to introduce the theme, the word, and then we're going to have a nice little discussion here. But we need a title for this segment. We don't have it yet, so help us out on that front. But uh, get us going today, Buck. First one, what do we got? Okay, so DJ, so we'll just talk as if I'm talking to my high school team, and we'll talk about discipline. And we'll talk about the importance of discipline and how it has to play out. Uh, DJ, I feel fortunate in, in, in my career. I played for a lot of great coaches. I mean, I can talk about my high school coach, Earl Smith, who's in the North Carolina Hall of Fame. Mac Brown's in the College Football Hall of Fame. Marv Levy is in the Hall of Fame with the Buffalo Bills. You think about Mike Holmgren and Marty Schottenheimer, John Gruden, Tom Coughlin. All those guys brought about different things when it relates to discipline. But the best thing that I learned was from Marty Schottenheimer, who won 200 regular season games in the NFL, one of only seven coaches to do so. When he talked about discipline, I'm going to give you a great example about why he talks about your ability to be more disciplined than the other team will ultimately lead to success. So we had a thing there where we said more games are lost than won because the teams that typically lose games give the game away. And the number one way that you can give the game away is with turnovers. And so in Kansas City, when we were there, we had this thing where we did not want to turn the ball over. And so before I got there years before, the Kansas City Chiefs lost to the Seattle Seahawks. And in that game, they fumbled the ball seven times. They Jeez. fumbled it seven times because the ball was poked away. So when I get there, there's a rule in practice that is called the Seattle rule. So the Seattle rule is one. So you can imagine you play quarterback. So if you're a quarterback or running back or anyone who handles the ball, there's a trash can that is 25 yards beyond the line of scrimmage. So when we're playing, there's like this little cone where everybody who runs the ball you always had to finish past the cone and then jog all the way back. Well, DJ, within that run past the cone and back, you had to bring the ball all the way back to the line of scrimmage and physically hand it to the manager. Mm-hmm. Well, while you're doing it, the ball had to be high and tight the entire time. So if you can think about it, we talk about uh, the ball or your thing about your fist being two inches under your chin. So imagine mm-hmm. whatever you're doing, you have to now run past the cone 
come all the way back to the line of scrimmage and hand the ball to the manager. If mm-hmm. at any point a defender, someone off the sideline, uh, a coach, <laughs> if at any point they poked the ball out, it was a $100 fine. Oh, geez. So if you can imagine how you're just running around and everyone, because all the defender guys, they know if I poke the ball yeah. out, it costs them a little change. And yeah. so, but what it did, DJ, it reinforced positive habits on ball security. And so then when you look over the course of Marty Schottenheimer's career at Kansas City, his teams were always at the bottom when it comes to turnovers, giving the ball away, fumbles, and those things. And I found that even in working with a modified version of the Seattle rule in high school, when you you get what you emphasize. And so Mm -hmm. discipline is setting up aside a set, set of reinforcements to make sure that you get the desired behavior that you want. So when thinking about the discipline that Marty had in enacting ball security, it led to a lot of success. We talked about 200 wins. If turnovers are the number one determining factor, deciding factor in who wins or loses, he decided to take the thing that ultimately leads to wins and losses in the league. He emphasized it. And because he emphasized it and put in practices, practice protocols to reinforce it, he was able to win because his guys knew the understanding. They understood the importance of taking care of the football. To me, that's discipline. You know what you're expected to do. You do what is expected. And because you do as expected, you're ultimately rewarded. So this is so good. And this is why I love this. And we're going to do this each and every week because I, I'm just writing down what you're saying and I'm just preparing my own notes here. And as somebody who's the son of a pastor, I always think of an alliteration because I always like to say, okay, how can I remember this? Like, what's a good way to remember it? So if you think about discipline, Buck, it needs to be preached, it needs to be practiced, and then it needs to be perfected. Like that, that is the order. You better be preaching it. You better be emphasizing it. That's coming from above. That's what you got to do. Then you better be doing it. You better be practicing it. You better be doing it on a daily basis. And then once that happens, eventually you're going to be able to perfect it. And I think that to me is if you look and say, who are the disciplined teams? You're going to find the disciplined coach. You're going to find teams that are doing disciplined things. And you're going to find teams that have perfected those things. Um, it's not rocket science, right? I mean, it's just, it's pretty simple. Bing, bing, bing. It, it is bing, bing, bing. And I can, I can even go to it because I, I add to it, like in, in terms of being a high school coach. So I had an opportunity to do a internship with the Hamilton Tiger Cats in the CFL. And so you talk about don't beat ourselves, the things that ultimately lead to losses, turnovers, penalties, pre-snap penalties, uh, foolish penalties, and then big plays. So DJ, so I just gave you a, we'll implement the Seattle rule to make sure that we take care of ball security. Well, in Hamilton, what happened, if you had a false start, everybody on the entire field had to do five push-ups. So I want oh, you to geez. think about I want you to think about you're down there in endo. I'm up here, whatever, uh, on the other side of the field. The wide receiver fumbles. Someone blows a whistle. And look at the entire squad doing push-ups or up there. Do you know how bad you would be in terms of holding people accountable for not fumbling? But what? Or not having penalties? But what I I notice is, oh, well, if you do that and you make the entire program do it, well, now guys are like, hey, man, stay on size. Quit jumping. Yeah. All of those things. So when we talk about discipline things, as long as you're able to talk about preach it, practice it, make it a point to make sure that it's done, it works. It just has to be things that everyone can understand. And you got to emphasize it every day. You can't emphasize it on Tuesday, but not on Wednesday. It has to be a daily part of what you do and the environment that you create. 
Yeah. And I think as it relates to you individually, you know, maybe you're not even in athletics. This is something you want to be more disciplined in terms of what your habits are. And, and maybe that's health wise, diet wise, all those types of things. You better be talking to yourself about it. Um, you know, you better be working on it every day. It seems to be something you're thinking about every day. And then eventually you'll get yourself into a routine, which is the, which is the, uh, that's the reaction of being disciplined. It is a reaction of being disciplined. And the last example I use is not for football. I actually, like, I think you notice, know like I go to yoga every day. Like I'm a yogi. Yeah. I'm a yogi. I'm yeah. inspiring yogi. Eventually, I want to teach yoga. Like, this is what I nice. do. So in my yoga class, like every day, they always say, set a word of intention. So if you mm-hmm. can think about like, OK, what in the practice, if it's a 45 minute practice, that word is what you want to accomplish by the end of the practice. And so uh, yesterday's word was like focus. So mm-hmm. when you're in there and you're wobbling and you're getting tired, well, the self-talk is focus. Can I discipline mm-hmm. myself enough that regardless of what goes around? The word that I have as my word of intention, I continue to repeat that so I can work on that. So when you talk about disciplining yourself is what is it that I want to accomplish and are all my actions in line with the goal or the behavior that I want at the end of the day? That is the discipline part of everything. Are you willing to sacrifice right now for what you want down the line? Well, the only way you can do that is to constantly remind yourself of what is it that I want to accomplish down the road? Let's make sure that all my actions are in line with what I want my goals and my dreams to be. No doubt. Um, all right. That's, uh, let's take a break here. We'll come back. We'll jump into some of these games right after this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. 
Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great tasting all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A all right buck um first of all just put a bow on what we were just talking about i think this is gonna be a great new addition to the pod man it's we both are passionate about this your stories are priceless um you know not only um from your your coaching career and what you've learned on that side of it but then you know going back to your playing days so i think that i think the listeners and the audience can enjoy this as we go along again every week different theme different conversation so i uh, appreciate you putting that all together it's awesome um all right nfl games this weekend um is there you know i guess we kind of grab a couple of them that, that jump out to you you got a big one uh we've talked about that yesterday uh with jacksonville and k and kc I've got uh, Chargers, Titans, but let's go outside of those. I mean, to me, if I'm going to circle them, if I'm going to circle, mm-hmm. okay, the big three. Yeah. To me, Jets and Dallas is intriguing as heck. Yeah. Um, that one is really intriguing. I think Baltimore, Cincinnati would be on that list for me, uh, for number two. And again, we're excluding the games that we're at. And then I would say for the last one, I mean, I, I'll be honest, I kind of want to see what that Miami New England game looks like because it. You put New England down 0-2, you put them in a pretty big hole if you're if you're Miami, but you're going to have to do it on the road for the second week in a row. Yeah, so let's talk about them. Let's talk about Baltimore-Cincinnati right out the gate. So to me, DJ, this is, let's measure how far this Baltimore Ravens offense has come with a new style. Okay, so last week we saw them win, but I don't think anybody was impressed with what they looked like on offense. Them deciding to throw the ball more or whatever, like it was fine, but it wasn't a very impressive performance. Now against Cincinnati, we get a chance to see them tested. The Cincinnati Bengals were embarrassed last week against the Cleveland Browns. You know they're going to come out smarting. Their offense can put up points. I want to see if this game breaks into a shootout. Do the Ravens have the wherewithal to go toe-for-toe, point-for-point in a shootout that is going to be offensive-driven through their aerial circus, not through their ground attack? That is a different approach for Baltimore. My eyes are on that when I'm looking at this game. The Ravens got crushed with injuries week one, too. So they are a little beat up from Cincinnati's standpoint. They've got to protect better. To me, you know, gosh, they, they've got to get Burrow comfortable and in a rhythm. And they can't do that if they can't protect them. So what does that look like? To me, that looks like trying to get the run game going early. Get the ball out of your hands. Get an empty and let him just just get it out 
and get going. See if you can find a, a little bit of a rhythm there if you're the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, but, man, you're at home. You've got a beat-up Baltimore team coming into town. You have to win that game. You do not want to drop to 0-2 if you're the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, all right, two teams coming off wins, impressive wins for different reasons. The Dallas Cowboys, they're taking on the Jets at home. Um, it looks like, man, the the, uh, the expectation, to use that word, is that Dallas should should hammer the Jets. I don't see that happening. How about you? I don't see that happening either. I think this is one where everyone and look, overreactions normally happen after the first week. Everyone is, oh, the sky's falling, this and that. Uh, but I'm of the belief that many people miss the improvement that Jack Wilson made throughout the preseason and what he's kind of learned from Aaron Rodgers, just the apprenticeship that he had the entire offseason. I'm not saying that he is uh, going to light it up and be an MVP caliber player, but even in looking at him play against Buffalo Bills when he got thrown in, he was a much different player, more willing to throw the ball to the backs, more willing to kind of work through his possession. Yes, he had an interception that was bad, but he's going to have some of that because he's a young player. Um, their ability to run the football, Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall, I'm going to be honest with you, DJ, Brees Hall is even better than I even can imagine coming yeah. off the knee. Like he shows no ill effects of the knee stuff. Their ability to run the ball with Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook, with that defense, it may not look like we thought the Jets were going to look, where we thought it was going to be the Aero Circus, but their ability to run the football and play defense gives them a chance against anybody. Dallas needs to be careful because this is the perfect trap game for the Cowboys coming off that big win against the Giants. They can feel good about themselves and get and get seduced into a game where like it's a knock, it's a rock'em sock'em robot type game, and they may not be able to get it. I mean, Dallas was dominant against the Giants. Their front was dominant. But if you're going to say, how do you slow down a front? Well, I, I would give you two examples. Number one is you run the ball. Number two, you screen. And you saw with mm -hmm. Nathaniel Hackett, that was what he wanted to do and what he did when Zach Wilson got in the game. They ran the heck out of it, and they hit you with some screens. And they can hit you with a variety of screens because they've got, they got two, three tight ends out there. There's times they got two backs out there. There's a lot of different dudes you got to worry about in the screen game. So to me, it's one of those ones, and you were around – um, you know, shoot, I was around Andy Reid, you were mm -hmm. around Mike Holmgren, some of these, the, the two of the better screen guys screen in game. NFL history. <laughs> and there's a million of them. If you, if you think, oh, what are you, how many screens? There's a million different types of screens you can run. <laughs> a million different ways. And it's not only the screen game, because here's what I want everyone to understand. When we talk about the backs, most of the time when we talk about running backs, we talk about got one guy's a runner, the other guy's a receiver. Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook, they're interchangeable. Both of these yeah. guys are weapons, not only as runners, but as receivers and beyond the screen game. So, I talked about this uh, maybe on a, a radio show or whatever. I was like, just imagine if you want to make the game easy for Zach Wilson, you can put one of those running backs on the same side with Garrett Wilson in the backside of three by one. And we can say, Zach, pick the open guy. I got mm -hmm. Zach, uh, Dalvin Cook on a choice route. I got to come back behind it with Garrett Wilson. You either double team the running back and I'm throwing isolation routes or whatever. They can create problems. And I will say, Nathaniel Hackett, ignore what you saw with Russell Wilson. I'm thinking about the Nathaniel Hackett that I saw work with Blake Bortles to help Blake Bortles and the Jaguars get to the AFC Championship game. If he's able to dig into some of that to mask some of the deficiencies that the quarterback has, this could be a tough game for the Dallas Cowboys. Let me throw this one out to you on the Jets. Um, I, I'd be curious, and I know obviously they want Zach to continue to grow and develop, play the position, all that kind of stuff. But Buck, you can be out there in 22 personnel um, and you can have you can have Brees and Dalvin in the backfield, and you can motion Zach Wilson out and just see if they're going to respect him with another human being. And you could wildcat three, four snaps a game with those dudes and just challenge them. You can do all kinds of stuff. 
Like it, it's, it's up to you. Like you can make this a very, you can make this a very muddy game. I I was part of a team, the Carolina Panthers, where we played the Atlanta Falcons. Chris Winkie was slated to start the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Fox did not have a lot of confidence in Chris Winkie. <laughs> uh, DJ, we ran the Wildcat the entire game, threw seven passes. D'Angelo Williams and Deshaun Foster went bananas running yeah. the football out of the Wildcat. So, if you're willing to go to the edges, they can get they can create some problems. Yeah. And again, maybe sprinkle it in. Maybe it's two, three, four snaps, but you can find explosives in the run game. You can be creative with it. All right. Uh, last one here, the big three. Let's go Miami, New England. Uh, Miami riding high, a big road win. They got to go back on the road. I mean, if you start the season with a, a road win against the Chargers and a road win against the Patriots, hey, watch out. Yeah, watch out. This is a good one. Um, Miami's just a problem. Miami's a problem with their speed, their explosiveness. They should have the matchup. They should enjoy the matchup. I have a favorable matchup against the Patriots, but it's the Patriots. Uh, can Bill Belichick come up with something that, you know, slows down this new stuff that the Dolphins were trying out? I'm just excited to see the chess match. We know that uh, Bill Belichick is one of the best uh, tacticians and strategists that we'll find. But Mike McDaniel certainly earned a lot of praise for his ability to kind of work with the pen on the chalkboard. This should be a fun one to watch. Well, you know, Belichick is going to want to try and shorten this game. He's going to want to try and keep Miami's offense off the field. He saw the Chargers run the ball down that Vic Fangio defense throat last week. I would imagine that's going to be a big part of their game plan this week. Patriots at their best when they're physical up front. And then, look, you drafted Christian Gonzalez for this reason, for teams like Miami with their wideouts. So this will be a big test. He had a great first week against the Eagles and and their talented group. We'll see how he does against the Miami Dolphins. All right, as we look at the college slate, we talked at the top about the Colorado-Colorado State game. It's not a great week of games here, Buck. It's not a lot that gets me super fired up when I look at it. It's a lot of lopsided opponents, a lot of lopsided games. Is there anything at all that piques your interest when you look over this slate? Uh, The only game that will slightly pique my interest will be the game with Georgia versus South Carolina, only because South Carolina sometimes can be tricky. In the SEC, we know that Georgia is a heavy favorite, but South Carolina has played well. We've seen them take down a couple of teams, but if they haven't fixed that offensive line, the offensive line that played against North Carolina, they may get yeah. absolutely trounced <laughs> against the Georgia Bulldog. But to me, I just want to see Georgia. I haven't had a chance to really take a look at them. I'm going to check that game out. I want to see what the Bulldogs look like as they try and three-peat. Yeah, I, I would just add, you know, Penn State, Illinois. Illinois has got some good pieces on defense. Uh, so Penn State is loaded. Their roster, nobody's talked about them. It's always been it's been Michigan and is Ohio State in the quarterback situation. How does that work out? Don't forget about Penn State now. They're number seven in the country. Uh, I think that that might be, uh, I think Clatt, I was talking to him the other day. I think he might be at that game. But Penn State's got big-time offensive line play. They've got backs. They've got a quarterback who's big and physical, can make every throw. Uh, they've got dudes, and they've got all three levels of the defense. They've got athletes. So they're kind of a team I feel like is, you know, look, Dion's taking all the attention uh, for, from college football at this point in time. But I feel like of those contenders that are mentioned, I feel like Penn State doesn't get their due. Um, so I'm going to peek at them a little bit, see what they look like. Yeah, it should be a fun. Really excited to see what Penn State looks like because their team, people talked about who could get in the hunt and kind of emerge as a title contender. Penn State's definitely squarely in that mix. All right, uh, that's going to do it for us today. This was a fun one. Again, a little bit quicker on these Thursday, Friday pods, but hope you guys enjoy them. Uh, we will be back on Monday. Five new episodes coming your week, coming your way next week, so be on the lookout for that. We'll see you next time right here on Move the Sticks.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts.